Welcome to the Georgia Songbirds podcast, local podcast out of Northwest Georgia, introducing you to artists, musicians, local around the town that we think you should know about. Uh, we're broadcast live here in the Oak House with Mr. Cody Bowden. Good How to be here. Have you ever played here at the Oak House? I haven't. Um, no, I've come to a couple shows, but this is the first time playing. I'm excited to be a part of it. And you lived in Canton for how long? Lived in Canton for about a year and a half. Um, okay. I've walked by the building quite a bit and uh, uh, been excited about what's happening here. And, and like I said, just kind of excited to be a part of it tonight. Yes, I, I played um, once here. I played last year, too, before we really started getting yeah. going. Uh, that's how I met David through his songwriting open mics. He does okay. like at the Music Center. Things like that. Yeah. Uh, have you ever played for David before? No, I've never played. Uh, no, I haven't actually. I, I know David just kind of once you start playing, you start to run in those same circles, but um, not yep. with him running sound and kind of operating the whole thing. It's funny the the people that he has here now. Uh, I'm half of them I know. Yeah. But this is the first time meeting you. So I've, yeah. I've looked up when I started doing this, I looked up everybody so I get yeah. a little bit so I wouldn't be like stupid and like, <laughs> who are you? You know? Yeah, sure. So I heard some of your stuff. Uh, who's Who got you started? Um, so my wife and I own a pie shop in Woodstock called Pie Bar, and okay. right next to our pie shop, a uh, music venue opened called Mad Life Stage and Studio. About that time, I'd really started picking up guitar and playing, and I think just being around music constantly. You know, cause once you get going, it's okay, but that momentum has to start. And yep. once it started, and then just kind of being around live music constantly is what kept me going. So it's always just been a, a personal interest. You know. Have you ever played at Mad Life? I have. That is a nice venue. That's probably one of the nicer venues around it town. It is, yeah. And actually, I was kind of spoiled. There's July, I think, of 2016. I did like an open mic. Mm -hmm. That was the, my first experience with an open mic, which they call it the Undiscovered Artist Artists. event. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is how they all are. You know, green room, <laughs> no. leather couch, mic check, you know, sound check with engineers. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, yeah, you not, did get There's nothing else <laughs> like that as far as, like, going out and playing open mic places. It's not. The only other place that I would even compare it to would be, have you been to Eddie's? One time, yeah. You're uh, right. The, the you're Red right. Clay. Yep. They do a nice, I and mean, you got stuff downstairs. Do. You, you can, can drink, yeah, yeah. drink a beer and sit down on the couch and yeah. listen to other people, and it, it's yeah. fun. It is fun. Yeah, and it really, you know, as somebody that's getting out and playing and, and new to playing, um, it kind of gives you a feel of what it could actually be like, you know, to really go somewhere and not just sit out in the audience, wait till your name's called and, you know, pull your pull your guitar out of the box and stumble up on the stage and hope that it's in tune, you know. So. You got to have, uh, since you've been doing it, how long? You said two years? About two years, Two yep. years. Have you got any funny stories from uh, open mics or playing out in venues yet? No, well, no, not not necessarily. I, did, I have done a few open mics where it was hosted in a restaurant in the same room we were in. There was like birthday parties going on. And, and when it was like an open mic competition, you know. But no, nothing terrible, nothing terrible so far. All good experiences. That's the, the one thing that I talk to other people that we have all have in common is if you play at a, a restaurant or a bar, it's always hard to get their attention. Yeah. You know, they don't care. They're not there to listen to you. Like right. Here at the listener room at Oak House, it's great because they're, they're very respective. They play. They listen. Most of the guys out there are artists, some kind of yeah, uh, right. or another. Right. It is. It's a nice listening room experience, and it's nice for a, a songwriter to mm -hmm. come here and play that's, you know, we're not just imitating somebody else's music you know we're trying to create something of our own so it's really nice to go somewhere where people want to hear that yeah I, I, i've been writing for a while but I, the trick i kind of learned uh, you do covers too i do yeah i'll do about half originals half covers i do uh sweet home alabama at a bar it yep. usually will set them up and they'll play yeah 
Now you can't take that to church, but right. you can do it anywhere else yeah. you want to yeah. out and about. Yeah, uh, do you true. write your own stuff too, right? I do. Yeah. And so how, how long have you been writing? About the same. Well, the same amount that I've played Abuse. guitar. Really, in school, uh, I enjoyed the idea of writing. I never really wrote poetry, but if I had to do it for like a, a school project, it was mm-hmm. something I enjoyed and something I did. But it wasn't until I started picking up a guitar and playing, like, oh, I should do this you know and found that it's something i like doing too it's funny you say that the the first i guess venue that i ever got into that did that was i wrote poetry yeah. i had to write a poem like yeah. i've been in canton for over 30 years sure so i know almost everybody around town you know you always think you can get out of town and you never do right but to get out of an essay i wrote a poem yeah and it got put on a local radio in cartersville oh nice it nice. was fun to do that it's like oh great i can do that stuff and not have to worry about any other writing stories yeah. and essays yeah it's funny how it started. So for you, uh, you want to, who's influences you? You said you played for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, so um, as far as musical influences, overall reaching would be guys like Hank Williams Jr., uh, Hank. Hank Williams Sr., Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard, those guys. Uh, newer influences, Sturgill Simpson, mm-hmm. Tyler Childers, Brent Cobb, Coulter Wall. Really, really like all those guys, and they're putting out some great stuff right now. There is a guy, I can't remember his name, something Radcliffe. I'm gonna say Nathan Radcliffe. Nathaniel. Yeah, son of a bitch. I love that song, and I actually Grab got introduced to that. Yep, I got <laughs> introduced to it in mine. Night sweats. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't heard him, but my uh, saxophone player, my bassist, he yeah. actually introduced me to that guy, and I was like, "Damn, I like that music." Because I'm, I'm like you, I like the older stuff. Yeah. I like the Hank, and I like the Charlie Daniels. Yeah, and you got to listen to the old stuff. I mean, the stuff now is. I can't play it as, as much. Sure. And my voice is loud and growly. I've heard you sing. You have a great voice. Sure. If you hear me sing, I'm loud. I'm more <laughs> of like the drunk that's playing. At least I can stay in tune. I try I half the time. But if you got uh, anywhere you could play, and uh, you, as an artist, you're trying to become an artist, and you want to push your music out, right? Right. So who do you see? I don't want to say you're like the next person, but you want to be Cody. What is the place you want to be with your music? Where are you trying to be in a few years? As far as compared to somebody else or just me? Just yourself. You know, I don't know. I don't. I haven't set goals for that yet, and mm-hmm. honestly, I should start. But I can say for me personally, you, when you, in country music, you always get the the feedback of Nashville. you got to be in Nashville mm-hmm. to play country music, and that's where people are. And not, I guess not necessarily just country music, but in that scene. And honestly, um, once I got out playing here, I'm like – it's here. I mean, I don't have to yeah. go anywhere for it. I mean, it's it's in Canton, Woodstock, Ackworth. I mean, Atlanta. I'm trying with my music. It would be easy for me to fall into a very outlaw country sound, and I'm yeah. trying not to do that because I don't want to imitate something that's already been done. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of fell into this group of guys that plays, and right now my lead instrument's organ. A guy plays <laughs> organ, and he plays the lead, and it just kind of gives it a different feel, yeah. and uh, and I appreciate that. Uh, my guys that uh, I play with, like I said, the same thing. I want to hear newer stuff. Now, yeah. the, you seem to have found the secret of doing your way into the storytelling and taking the influence of the yeah. old ways. Yeah, so, and it kind of goes back to that um, poetry. What I found, what I find that I like in writing songs is the storytelling aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And they come from, uh, most are true stories. Some are based on a true story. And some are based on a certain incident you know, instance that happened mm-hmm. and then my mom wa- ma- wandered from there, you know? <laughs> so, but I like the idea of you're telling a story throughout the song. Yes. You know, it starts somewhere and it ends somewhere. Yeah. 
and it should. I mean, that, that's the best kind of music. It's a story. You're telling a story, and you want people to connect with it. You right. know, how do you connect with something that they repeat the same word 15 different yeah, times? Yeah, right. I can't anyway. Right. So three, three chords in the truth, right? That's right. G, C, and D. That's the first <laughs> three chords my grandfather taught me, yeah. and you don't need much more yeah. than that. Just put a capo on it, and you have different chords. That's right. That's right. I'm still at that point now. <laughs> so uh, let's do a couple songs. What uh, What do you want to do first? Yeah, first? I'll do um, the first one. It's a very three-chord song. It's called uh, Nowhere Bound, and this one's really got a lot of that older style influence. Okay. In it. Gotta sing about trains. You're gonna sing country. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a western fan. Not necessarily deep cut westerns, but just the that feel of, of freedom and you know I don't know. There's something about that way of life. You know, yep. that's always found interesting to me. And I was born in Alabama. I grew up just south of Augusta in Waynesboro, Georgia. But we still have our property in Alabama, mm-hmm. and a train runs right by our property. Uh, it's close. It's really close. So yep. it's always. 
I've always kind of had that connection with it, you know. It's just kind of a mode of freedom and transportation and yeah, so I, I, I'm a fan of railroad songs. Railroad. You, I can tell the Hank influence in your voice. You've got that kind of twang that he had, yeah. you know. And, and everybody listens to Hank and like, oh, it's so sad. But that man could pour his heart out in a song. Yeah. He could sing you that alphabet if he wanted to, yeah. and it would sound sad music. We need that. We yeah. need that sound. And I'm glad that you're you brought it back. Thank you. People will tell you that oh, it's too country. You know what? It ain't too country. Yeah. Well, music. you know, that's, it took. I didn't really even like when I started playing. Um, it wasn't until I started hearing stuff back and then asking people, like, what genre is it for, for me? You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't really know. Because when I started playing, I wasn't, like, shooting for this. I just kind of started playing, and that's what happened. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't wasn't this or that or the other. It just kind of, that's what came out. And then I, I was playing. A guy was playing bass for me, and I said, like, what would you classify it as? He said, it's, it's both kinds. It's country and western. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I can I can feel that because I'm when you hear me talk. I mean, everybody says, "What kind of music do you do?" It's like, listen to me talk. Hardcore right. rap, yeah, of course, right, it's country. Course. You know, nothing <laughs> else comes out. I could sing Gin and Juice, and yeah. it'll be like AC hey, Dixie. It's yeah. just going to come out that way, and you have that same sound, and that's great because it has set. I think it has set you aside from like the other people. Yeah, you know, because it brings back a form that is missing. Yeah, and you can tell. Listen. Well, and, and, and guys, too, I guess other influences that kind of get skipped over are guys like Bill Withers and mm-hmm. Otis Redding and B.B. King and oh, Marvin yes. Gaye. You know, I love all of that, all of that style. You know, James Brown, all of that just feel, you know, the feel music, yes. you know. So all of that kind of sort of comes in into play. I know it sounds, uh, it's a lot more country when it comes out, but I love that style of music. Oh, and you can do, uh, you do covers too, right? I do covers. What yeah. is your favorite covers to do? I, f- I do, I try so I don't have that same... Dun, 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 right. dun, dun. I'll do a little BB King. I do the Thrill Is Gone. I do that one, but I let my uh, R and B singers. Sing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, I'll do some. I do uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door, a little Bob Dylan esque. Wow, okay. Uh, sometimes I'll do Ain't No Sunshine if I feel like uh, I can make it through it. Mm-hmm. You know, Waylon Jennings, Hank Williams Jr., Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner, you know. Jerry Reed. Jerry, I do. Um, Eastbound and Down. I love, I love that movie. That yeah. movie is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And that song is, every time I hear it, I just turn it you up. You have to. You have I, think you do. I think it's a requirement. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what are you playing out about town? You got any? Uh, yeah, so I've been playing around um, really Woodstock, Canton mostly. I played, actually last night was a little bit unusual. I played at a place in Macon. We went down and had, we did a little three-piece um, at a place called the Society Garden, um, which is like this back. It's like a courtyard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's cool. It's in Ingleside Village. But yeah, mostly around Woodstock. I'm playing in Cartersville next weekend. Okay. But Do you have any advice for somebody who's trying to follow like in your footsteps? Because I mean, you're doing gigs and you're playing out. Yeah. What would you advise the people who come behind you? Do it. Do it. You know, and I think too, and it really depends on what, you know, what you want to do it for. Not everybody likes to write music. And and really writing at first to me uh, came natural. And then, I, you know, I kind of went through the spell where it's like, boom all these songs, right? And then you stop, or then it just stops, and I'm like, I should really be writing more songs. And I'll, um, I drive a 76 Ford F100, and I don't mm-hmm. have a radio in it. I've got a speaker that I'll connect to my phone, but that's where the song writing happens for me. And okay. it just starts with uh, like a phrase, and that phrase will sit around maybe a week, maybe six months, maybe a year, and I'll like, oh, let's come back and hit that now. But for getting out playing, for me, it was learn a song. So Wagon Wheel, I learned that Wagon. was the first song I played. And I know that's a really 
when you get out and play, that's a song that everybody's like, ah, wagon wheel again. <laughs> uh, but it's the first song I learned how to play, and to me it means a lot. So I, I usually sneak that one in in a set, too. Yeah, I try to avoid that song, too. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather play Freebird than yeah, wagon yeah, wheel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, what I try and do, I try and put my spin on mm-hmm. most cover songs, too. Yep. Most of them don't sound you know, like the original. And I know some people don't like that, and some people do, but that's just... That's just the way I've been doing it. I think you have to because yeah. if you try to do it their way, it's you're going to ruin the song. Yeah. I mean, because they're, they're comparing it to right. Prince or they're comparing right. B.B. King. Like I do a Prince cover, and I was telling uh, Lenny, one of the artists that we've had earlier here on the podcast, yeah. that when I do a cover like that, I, I buy somebody a beer if they can figure out what it is. Right. And that's to me, that's the only way to get them involved in the cover because I could never sing like Prince. I could never play like Prince. Yeah. You know, I don't even want to touch it. But yeah. if I do it slow and twangy right then exactly. figure out what it is well and to me too i mean that's what i enjoy about it is this is this is something that i'm putting out i don't know i'm not trying to recreate with somebody mm-hmm. i want i want my expression on it even though it's a cover right. you know so i enjoy doing covers and, and doing them a little bit differently okay and that's good and if you if you play out a lot like if you talk about you talk about nashville earlier yeah um if you wanted to they're about to be spoiled on open mics. When you go to Nashville to play out, unless you're brought in, it's one song. That's yeah. all you get. Yeah. You get one. You get one three minute song to make an impression. Yeah. And if it's if you keep at it, and how old are you, Cody? Uh, Twenty nine and two days. So you're you're still young. You know, I'm forty one years old. Yeah. But I write. I, I don't care about being the artist. You sure. know, that's what I leave for you guys to do. I'd rather write. Yeah. Because I mean, I, nobody wants to hear me growl. <laughs> you know, unless you're drunk, and then that's probably because I'm drunk yeah, too. Sure. But I would say that, you know, if you, you just happen, it's timing. You know, when you find the right song or you find the right moment, uh, you'll find it and it will it will change everything. Yeah, and that's kind of where it's at now is is at least kind of the cycle I've gone through is, is honestly I was most original with the first few songs I wrote because mm-hmm. there weren't other influences on that sound. It was just I wrote a song down. These are the chords I know how to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play this to that chord progression. Then I was like, oh, if I'm going to play out, I need to learn cover songs. So those that influenced the way I was sounding, the way I was playing. And now I'm starting to be able to pull back on like, okay, well, this this is where I'm, you know, this yep. is what feels comfortable to me. So, yeah, it's really been a, it's been a cycle. <laughs> and it will continue to be a cycle. Yeah. And you'll find that when you're writing, you talked about earlier how the songs would, you could come out real fast, but you know what I'm saying? You'll have where you're playing a song, but like I said, you know, so many chords and you play so many songs in those chords and then like, okay, where do I go now? I got to change the strumming pattern. I got to change the chord progression. Yeah. And that's, that's where the songwriting will grow. And that's where as an artist, I think you'll grow too. Yeah. And you know, what's great is just like this, these evenings where you go out and you play with other groups. I mean, it's inspiring to me to Mm -hmm. see because it's not something that's, played out uh, played over on the radio that you've heard of me this is new stuff coming mm-hmm. out of people and it really it gets me you know fired up to play and play my own stuff to see other people's original music and that you know I, that's one thing i enjoy about open mic is there's so much different there's so many different takes yeah. on the same type we're still up there mostly with a guitar singing and playing but it's it's crazy the different variations you can do it and the community is small and it's a tight-knit community yeah. you know you you're running into the same people over and yeah. over out and you know it's people are pretty positive about it i mean you're gonna run into guys and girls who just want to tear you down yeah but you know they're not up there doing it this is not easy i mean when you write a song you gotta learn the chords you gotta remember the chords you gotta remember the song well and and two from you know i'm emotionally express myself Mm -hmm. outward very well 
I don't let my wife hear a song until or I try not to let her hear a song until like I'm ready for somebody to hear it because if if she'll say something about it, good or bad, like that to me, you know, like if I'm not ready for it to be out there, you know, it's, so that's a big deal to me. You know, like you said, to get out and do that in front of people, you know, and they do. People, uh, lots and lots of people will build you up. Some people will tear you down if you let them. Yeah. Uh, my wife is a drill sergeant. I was yeah. telling Woody. And she has no problem telling me one of my songs suck. Yeah. You know, so, cause she, but she, it's funny because when I write it, she, one, she makes sure it's not about her. So right. that's a sad song. It's not about me. It's like, no, it's not about you. It's just something that came sure, in my right. head. So I'm writing the songs and I'm playing it and I tell her, you know, why does it sound? I don't know. I've heard it 50 times. I can't yeah. tell you what it sounds like anymore. So I'm opposite to how you do yeah, it. Yeah, but it's tough. It's tough to hear that something's no good. And maybe it is no good, but it's still tough when you pour all, you know, effort into it. And it may not be good for other people, but if right. you in your heart feel yeah. that it's good, then it'll happen. I had yeah. some advice told me the same thing. You know, if you feel really positive about a song, like you think it's the best song, continue it. It may yeah. not happen right away, but if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, there, there have been songs, and there's still songs where there's like, eh, maybe vocally that, you know, there's spots in that song that I could adjust it, but I just... I feel that song, you know, I, that's, so I'm going to keep, <laughs> I just love that song, you know, right. and change it if you want to don't, it doesn't matter. Right. It's, it's your song. People will, yeah. people will remember the hooks, you yeah. know, and if as long as you tell a story, they'll go back and they'll listen until they yeah. get it. And I think that's what's good about your songs is, is the storytelling. Like you was sure. talking about it. It tells a story and it leads them in a direction. Yeah. And if you feel, if you feel it, then they'll feel it. Right. So uh, where can we find you? Uh, other like uh, Spotify yeah. music. Where can yep. Yep. Stuff? So, Website is um, codybolden.com, and mm. from there, those other links. I just had a single released um, March 8th. It's called Yonder Way. Okay. It just came out. It's on Spotify and iTunes. You can find me on Spotify at Cody Bolden, iTunes at Cody Bolden, Facebook, Instagram, Cody Bolden. I've been trying to figure that out, and for somebody who doesn't know, how do you get your music onto those platforms? Um, uh, I use, it's called DistroKid, D-I-S-T-R-O. KID and they essentially you submit your music to them your mm -hmm. album art who wrote it did other people write it with you all that information that needs to go out uh, I think I paid twenty nine dollars a year and you can do as many songs as you want really um, yeah so I and then, and then for this one specifically I put it in like three weeks ago and I wanted it to be released on the eighth so you can set that release date or you can have it as quick as it can go out they'll send it out but yeah I'm, I'm I really like um, I've used CD cdbaby.com mm -hmm. before i like distro kid better it gives you lots of analytics and stats and i've that seen that i was looking at cd baby to push some of my songs out yeah. too and i'm curious because everybody asked how do you get there that's a question that nobody yeah really knows. And, I, and i asked somebody else too that's kind of how i got to that you know um but i think i think i got dis, distro kid through spotify i think i was on my uh like an artist spotify account mm -hmm. and it's like here's some of our partners that Okay. Blah, blah, blah. And I think I just went through them, that link. It's funny how that happens. Yeah. So uh, let's do another song. Uh, what song you want to do for us? Yeah, I'll do Yonder Way. Yonder Way. my cape All right. Uh, talk about a little bit. How did it inspire it? What yeah. it came from? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, I was born in Alabama, which is a, a small town, Ashland and Lineville. Lineville. They're two different towns, but they're really close together. Time stood still or still stands still. It's like 30 years behind everything else, which is not cool in some ways and cool in other mm. ways. Um, but really just that simple way of life. So Yonderway specifically is just, it, my dad's given me directions before. We'll be over there. It's like, yeah, you know, you go down five miles this way and you'll pass this. You'll take a right here and you'll go to another three miles and you'll pass this. And it's just, 
it's about that and getting directions, but it's more about that way of life before phones, before we had all of this other stuff to, to give us the information we needed. You know, you just trusted the guy giving you the directions. You yeah. Know? And it's funny you say that because when you said yonder way, it didn't click to me until you just described what it was. Yeah. Cause I say, where's that? It's over yonder. Just that's go get right. it. It's right over yonder. Yep. So that's kind of where it came from. I'm really, I'm really proud of it. It's a fairly new song. I wrote it four or five months ago and then, just recorded it about a month ago and just came out yesterday. So I'm excited about it. I'm Cody Bowden with Yonder Way. Yonder 
I love that dude. Thank you you should be much. proud of that song. You Thank should. You that is much. a good song. And that's that's what's missing on the radio right now. I think that's a radio ready song. I hope so. You get your uh, production. I want to hear it on the Spotify. So yeah, yeah. It. So it's uh, it's uh, I've got drums on it, uh, organ, bass. That's okay. it, and acoustic. And acoustic. We run, and I wanted to do that because I haven't been playing that long, and I kind of fell into a band, and that's what it was. We mm-hmm. didn't have lead electric. I, I can't play lead electric not yet anyway. Yeah. But I wanted it to be that, like if uh, if you heard it on Spotify or the radio or anything else, and then I played it live, you're not like, wait a minute, that's not <laughs> even the same song. I wanted it to be like that. So, okay. you know, vocally, um, acoustic, drums, everything, we did it in just a couple of takes in terms of each instrument. Right. And I wanted it to be that way and uh, just kind of like an organic, raw, original song. Where did you get it recorded at? Um, so the guy that plays keys for me, him and his buddy have a studio in the basement of their house. Okay. So we did uh, vocals and organ there, and then we did drums and acoustic guitar at a place called The Zone over in Norcross. Okay. A little studio. And it's uh, essentially another basement studio. Okay. Well, give everybody uh, your websites, information, yep. how to get to uh, you again. So my name's Cody Bolden. Website's the same thing, CodyBolden.com. Um, Spotify is Cody Bolden. iTunes. Uh, Facebook's Cody Bolden Music, Instagram's Cody Bolden. I have a, I did get an opportunity to record a live, live full band, like seven or eight songs at Woodstock, and it's available at Spotify too. I think it's Great. just live from Woodstock. That's good. Yeah, man. Right, well, Cody, I'm glad you came on, man. It's yeah, nice to meet you. you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Good luck tonight. Have a good time. Yeah. Uh, we'll be here at the Oak House, and that's Cody Bolden. Gave this ground, and it's.
Country boys still reside. Well, I 